Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Movie Podders. It has been quite a while. Um, it is myself, Brian, and as always, my buddy, Ryan. How are you doing, Ryan? Hi, not too bad, you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thank you. A wee bit tired, I went out for a run this evening and my body isn't designed to go running. <laughs> so That it's... was a bit foolish, was it not? It was, yeah, but I need need needs must. So I went for a wee a wee run. Anyway, how are you? Anything new, exciting in your life? Nah, nothing. Nah, nothing. Just chilling. Chilling, no. Like a villain. Aye, pretty much. What have you been up to lately? Um, People haven't heard your lovely voice for months now. Tell people what you've been up to. Um, well, I've not been doing a whole lot of much, to be honest, but um, my other half, Sarah, Sarah, if you're listening, hello, and I know you're listening because you're in the same room, so hello <laughs> in the same room as well, um, my lovely partner, Sarah, uh, had a child belonging to myself as well. Good, um, that's good that we've cleared that up. Yes, uh, so yes, we had a wee girl, Sophie, weighing £10.9.5. So she was a wee bruiser, um, but aye, that's ten weeks today. So it's she's a good wee size and everything, now and becoming an actual wee baby. Excellent. I have you met play? said Sophie. Mm-hmm. We I made a, say that, yeah. You had the honour. We met as did Sophie. We made <laughs> a deal that she, whenever I'm with her, she's going to be cool. And she, so far, she's lived up to her deal. Her side of the deal. Yeah, she doesn't live up to that side for me. No, it's because you, you never made the you never made a deal with her, so mm. that's your fault. <laughs> I'm just back from Brussels. Yes, I saw some pictures. I did had a nice time. We, myself and my wife celebrated our first year wedding anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah, Amelia's done well there. <laughs> so, uh, did you was, go and do all them brew stuff? Well, I was in Brussels. I know, but did you go and do all the stuff for like, the film? Did you go up the tower and I do what you said you were going to do? I didn't go, I didn't go up the tower. Um, I actually couldn't find any overweight Americans to tell them that they couldn't go up there. Oh, gutted. Um, when we did go to Bruges for the day for, for about, I don't know, six or seven hours on a Saturday. We went Saturday, early Saturday morning, came home about tea time. Um, nice, nice wee, nice wee city. So it's Brussels. Brussels was nice as well. It's good, good to be away. Uh, back to the grind now. But we're here for, I guess, um, to talk about movies tonight on uh, on Movie Podders. What we're going to do is we're going to just talk about since we've since we've not been able to do a podcast for a while, just because life has kind of gotten in the way. Um, we're going to talk about our ten favorite movies, sort of so far this year. Ryan's kind of got two lists because. He's not been going to the cinema as much. Um, normally, we'd have, we probably would have done this at the end of June, wouldn't we? Yeah. Ha- had we been doing the podcast on a regular basis, but it has been a little while now. Um, so, yeah, sort of 10 favourite movies of the year so far, and then we'll do some movies that we're sort of looking forward to in the rest of the year. But just before we do that, Ryan, did you see the Captain Marvel pictures today? Yes, I was just about to bring that up. I wasn't sure if you... Um I'd seen it or not, but yeah, uh, had a wee look at them. Looks good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm, aye, quite, um, quite pleased with what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, 
Um, I, I'm, I, I'm slightly disappointed. Maybe I just, when I saw Brie Larson's tweet yesterday about how she was saying, like, and I don't know why, because she did tweet a magazine, but for some reason I felt like I was going to get a trailer. But I think we'll get a trailer soon. Yeah, I, I think so. I wouldn't surprise me if it, would be, if it was within the next week. When's that due again? March as well, so I think we're we're about time for a trailer. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, so I, I would probably expect. Um, well, no, I thought. Sorry, I thought my thing had stopped recording. It's just a bit jumpy. Um, so yeah, we're we're going to talk about our ten, uh, ten favorite movies here. So we have on the list that we've both got on the list. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt your enjoyment of this experience. Um, but it's just quickly to let you know, um, Ryan mentioned probably about 5, 6, 10 seconds ago, however long, that um, he thought his audio had dropped out. Unfortunately, it did drop out um, a wee bit. So it's just to let you know, basically what we were talking about, we just discussed the structure of how this show was going to go, and um, we also spoke about where we thought the movies were going to play out um, for each other, so how many films we're going to have in each other's list. So that's all you missed, just to let you know that. I will get off and um, let you enjoy the rest of it. Peace. So not necessarily the same spot on the list. I, th- I know there's one definitely we've got in the same spot. But I would say we have... Oh, I don't know, actually, maybe five, I think, maybe. Um, again, because you've seen probably more... Uh, more than me at the cinema so far this year um, so yeah I would probably say maybe 5 I, I guess I am going for 6 or 7 alright I don't think so but ok um, but maybe not but that's that's what I'm thinking of ok um, before we start do you, do you have any honourable mentions I do not um, <laughs> I will just um, consult my list again just to see if there's any other kind of films that uh, I would have liked to have included in that. Uh, I've I don't know if you've done it, but I've ranked my list. So are we doing yeah, it in a I've, ranking I've order? I've ranked my list this time as well. Uh, honorable mentions. So uh, finally, so I, was, I don't know if this was out this year or last year. Actually, one thing about it, Wind River. That was last year. Oh, right. Okay. New release maybe series. Even, maybe two years ago. Maybe not. Another yeah. last year. It was last year. Uh, I would probably good, not. really good film though, Ex- excellent film. I think the only one maybe I would give an honourable mention, um, just for something different, would be Rampage. I oh, suppose. Right, okay. Well, uh, again, I, I, there's no. I, I'm probably at my limit as to what I've seen um, in the cinema. Yeah. Um, with that, so uh, yeah, it was a kind of. I wouldn't say surprising as such, but I enjoyed it more than what I thought I would. Um, so, purely based on the fact I've probably only seen about 11 films in the cinema this year, I'd give it an honourable mention for um, for one um, on my, my ranked for this year. What about um, you? Well, I don't have Rampage. My, it's not my honourable mention, but my favourite rock film of the year so far is Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Uh, honourable mentions for me would be Shape of Water. All right. Uh, I really enjoyed that and Deadpool. Nice. Didn't right. Deadpool wasn't good enough for me to make it into my top ten. Yeah, surprising. You would have thought beforehand, given obviously how 
Um, I think we probably both loved the, the first one, so surprising that it's not made your top ten so far for yeah. this one. And the thing is, I, I really I gave it four stars out of five, so I really enjoyed it. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to get it on Blu-ray and watch it again. I'm, it's just that, I don't know, there's just films on here that, I, I don't know, I just prefer. I don't know if it's just because they're newer and, like, Deadpool, whilst obviously the we, we get a different story, a lot of it is sim- a lot of the same jokes as the first one, I felt. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's still a great film. Just wanted to give it a wee shout out. But so, how do you want to do this? Because obviously, you've got two lists. Are you just going to give both your number tens in each one? No, well, I'm just thinking that what I'll probably do um, once we come to like the end and go through ranking, I'll maybe see where these films slot in. But just as part of my honourable mentions, I'll just go through some of the ones that I've got, or just a couple that I, like that were top of my um, all all film list. All right, okay. Um, so pretty much I've been watching Netflix and trying to catch up on films that I've missed that I've been wanting to see for ages and for whatever reason missed Um, so mentions that I've got would be Hacksaw Ridge Uh, finally saw that loved it, thought it was brilliant Um, one that was really surprising for me and I I think I will go back and watch it again because I did love it I really enjoyed it more than what I probably thought I would as well Uh, but The Man From U.N.C.L.E. Alright, I've not seen that. My dad likes that film. So it is. He, I really he, loved he it. He talks about it quite a bit. He says it's a really good film. Uh, Henry Cavill and Armie Hammer. Yeah. So good, isn't it? They're brilliant. Um, they just got just a, the comedy in it, the um, the style of the film. All just really good. So I would definitely recommend watching yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've never seen it. I think, do you know what it is with that film? And I, I think it's. I had no interest in seeing it. It seems to be one of those ones like I just remember the trailer being really bad for it. And uh, yeah, I think I and just not that. like appealing at all. But I don't know anyone who's seen it who doesn't doesn't say that it was really enjoyable. So it's something I need to get round to watching at some point. Um, yeah, well, I definitely would. As I say, I think I was thinking about it the other day there when I don't know. I think I was. I can't remember why, but I was thinking about Henry Cavill for some reason <laughs> or other. As you <laughs> and, do, just yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Henry. And, uh, and then I was I, I was thinking about that film again. I was like, I, I want to give that another wee watch. So yeah, um, Man from Uncle, uh, loved that. Uh, couples, Doctor Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, uh, Taxi Driver, and um, other one that I mentioned to you uh, was Fantastic Mr Fox oh brilliant film uh, finally caught that and again loved that were you influenced to watch that because I Love Dogs came out this year uh, probably yeah because uh, of the similar animation and it's a uh, uh, what's his face Wes Anderson uh, uh, Wes Anderson um, movie so uh, yeah I really enjoyed it it was really good yeah it's a, it's a good it's one of my favourite animations actually it's a really good film mm-hmm. cool so do you want to start with top 10? Yeah, okay. What's your number 10 then? Okay, so again, I would probably say just bear in mind, some of these films probably wouldn't normally make my top 10, but it's just because I've not seen probably as many films at the cinema this year, or as many new films. Cool. Um, but my number 10 is one that you've mentioned already, uh, starring Dwayne the Jock Ronson. No, wait. Yeah. Did I say that right there? Dwayne... 
between the rock johnson i don't know what i said there but um between the rock johnson so jumanji yeah we we were actually we it's funny you say that we've got amelia's little cousin staying on saturday jacob and we're going to watch avengers together he loves marvel but we're going to have our other little cousins over in October, and I was saying, oh, we should buy Jumanji and, and watch that with them because it, it it is so much fun. Yeah, and I remember when we went to watch it, it we were just going like, I think we were going to see, I think we were going to see actually the Greatest Showman that day as well, and we just thought let's have a double bill. We'll watch Jumanji. It's probably not going to be any good, but it's it'll be easy watching, and we both like thoroughly enjoyed it. it, it the 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 plot's quite good and the humour in it I thought is is actually really really good, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah it's it's one I would I would happily own on Blu-ray and, and watch every now and again I think it's a it's it's a good good film like it's a proper good family film as well isn't it like yeah I think it's um, for all ages when you consider as well it was it was a bit up against it because of the original um, yeah I think it had like a lot of um, hate towards it before it even came out but it's quite clear it's a different film um not really anything to do with the first one um and that's a overall a kind of different feel to the from the first one as well yeah definitely um but yeah um i thought it was a just a, a really good film like quite surprising um and yeah came out of it with a a wee bit of a smile on my face so yeah uh, that was my number 10 for the year so far i love um is it is it Karen Gillian uh, her dance fighting scene? Yeah, really, really enjoy that scene. But yeah, I it's just it's just a good film. Kevin Hart's really good in it as well. I'm not always the biggest Kevin Hart fan, but I think he's really good in this. Aye, well, that's what I was just going to say. Actually, I was going to say that the things that I thought were going to bother me about it didn't bother me. So I was worried about Kevin Hart, and I was worried about um, Jack Black, yeah. like playing a, a lassie. But, but both of them, like, I, I probably the two funniest them. characters in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so nice yeah. Wee, wee bit of Murray from um, Flight of the Concords as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was enjoyable. Yes, very much so. So, what's your ten? Uh, my number ten is Ready Player One. All right. Okay. Um, I just find this film a lot of fun. Um, it. I think it's. I think it's classic Spielberg in the terms of like it's one of the, it has everything in terms of the adventure, the romance. Like it's not a film where you you at no point are you ever like oh where's this going? You, it sort of, it maps it out for you pretty. Like it spells it out for you, doesn't it? And you're never really surprised by anything. But I just found it a lot of fun. I like the music in it. I love the. Just watching it and like kind of like looking at the background and seeing all the Easter eggs and stuff and the action's really good and I just find that to me it's just classic Spielberg and just it's just a fun ride from start to finish and so um, whilst I, I don't think it's going to win any awards, um, I certainly a film I enjoyed this year. Yeah, um, I would um, agree with probably most of what you're saying there. I think one of the things you mentioned was something that maybe. Was that a bit of a negative for me? Was that I, sometimes I was spending too much time looking in the background <laughs> yeah. and not paying enough attention to what was actually happening in the film, like too yeah. busy looking for like some of the pop culture stuff and that. So, um, but yeah, all the visuals were amazing. It was great getting to see a, a T Rex again on the big screen. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I I loved it. It ticked all the boxes for yeah. a kind of Spielberg movie as well. Um, so yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Yeah, just like the I don't know, just to see like the fact that the main character narrates it a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. It just it, to me it really captures the eighties vibe of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, really well. It's a it's a really good film. We've watched it just a couple of weeks. See when we were up in Scotland when. When saw you, we we watched it that that week as well when we were up there. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, I've not watched it since. Um, I've seen this to say, I, I don't know if it's a film like at this stage I want to own um, on Blu-ray or anything at all. I probably would get it at some point, but maybe once it's come down in price a little bit, perhaps, perhaps so. Uh, Pick yeah, it up in in uh, HMV or any other good. Mm-hmm. Stores like that when they're doing like free Blu-rays for twenty pounds. I know. I've given Sarah my Christmas list and it's like five for thirty, five Blu-rays for thirty. So I've given Sarah my Christmas list for that. Nice. Um. So, but yeah, uh, I, I probably will try and watch this film again at some point. Um. But as I say, I had a good time with it. Enjoyed it. Yeah. What's your number nine? My number nine is again another film we've mentioned already. Um, but I love dogs. Uh, again, as we mentioned, I, I think it's uh, because it is just like a kind of Wes Anderson film. It was a, a the humour on it was like my kind of humour. I really enjoyed it, uh, and the animation was pretty spot on. I, again, I liked the the style of animation and the story was a good story as well. So yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I love this film. I think it's a I think it's a great film and. I don't know which one I prefer out of the two of them between Ella Dogs and, and Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think Fantastic Mr. Fox might edge it for me. But I love um, Jeff Goldblum's character. And what is it he always says in it? He's like, what is he? He's always like, you know, oh, have you heard, you've heard right or something like that, hasn't he? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it is, actually. I'm going to have to Google that because it's just. <laughs> It's just so funny though because like every time he speaks, he always says the same, uh, the same thing. Like he always seems to have information from off the island. Yeah, yeah. Is it like you heard the rumor, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was rumor, but I wasn't quite sure. Uh, I am just thinking about it as well because again, I've not not seen it since it came out or since it was. Um, in the cinema um, something I really enjoyed about it thinking about it now was the score as well um, because it was like a kind of because where was it set again was it Japan the, the yeah. film um, so it had a kind of oriental type feel to it um, with like drums and stuff And yeah yeah no definitely uh, it was excellent I really enjoyed it yeah um, yeah it's you've heard the rumour right he always tells yeah. his wee History story. No, you're right there. Actually, that's not something I really thought about. But like, yeah, sort of like all when it's like cutting between scenes and stuff like that. Aye, yeah, yeah. It, but I think I think Wes Anderson's um, scores all, are always really good. I think he, he's he's very good at like they fit his films really well. Like so, whilst it might not be music that you would maybe ever listen to, just. On like maybe on Spotify or whatever you use, it always. I think he's really good at getting it to fit the scenes that he's he's directing at, at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good um, film. 
Do you know, just on that, uh, there, there is actually a kind of Isle of Dogs, except it's an Isle of Cats in um, New Zealand, like a real life thing. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, they've, I can't remember what the exact story was, but something like they've had to send a load of cats over to an island, and then they're just going to die. So, Smashing. Aye, so there you go. <laughs> Here we cats. I'm just googling so, Isle of Cats now, so... Um. <laughs> What was your um, what was your number nine then? My number nine was um, Love Simon. All right, yeah. Uh, really enjoyed this sort of coming of age story about a, a young guy who's yet to come out to, to his friends and his family, and um, he's kind of like blogging about it online and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that, just yeah, it's just that story pretty much. And I really like the the kid that's in it. The, I can't remember his name. He's in. Jurassic World, the first. Oh yeah, Aye. plays like the older brother. Yeah, um, but I just, I just, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was funnier than I thought it was going to be, and it was a bit, a little bit quirkier than I thought it was going to be as well. And but mm-hmm. then at the same time, like, really emotional, like some really, like really like, I don't know, big scenes that really. I mean, I was a bubbling mess watching <laughs> this, so it was like. But as you know, I do like to cry when I you watch do. films. But I, 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 I thought this was excellent. Just did you see Edge of Seventeen? No, I remember you gave me like saying this before though. Like it was give a similar kind of film. Yeah, I mean, just that. It's just a just a good coming of age story, like like a classic teenager at high school and like what they're going through. But like the humor. It's not necessarily whilst I'm, I, I, I'm sure like loads of teenagers would would love this film. Like it's like, do, but you know when you get teenage movies and they're clearly like, I don't know, adults can't really watch them because they're just I don't know the acting's terrible. Or it's just like they, they, the movies are done almost as if they think teenagers are stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't do that. Like it doesn't. It doesn't set it up that way, and so I just, I just, yeah, I loved this film. I thought it was, thought it was really good. Nice. Yeah, it was one. Um, I think I had the unlimited screening booked for it, but we missed it, and then I think we had it booked again, and we missed it again. And by that time, it was, it was gone. Um, but I, did, I, I wanted to see that when it came out because I did like the kind of look of it, but just didn't catch it. So hopefully, it'll, I don't know if it'll make its way onto Netflix or something, and maybe we'll get it then. Sure, but it'll get somewhere where you can watch it. Hope so. I'll just jump in with my number eight because my number eight is Isle of Dogs. All right. Well, I'll so jump in with my number eight, which is Ready Player One. <laughs> All right. <fair> <laughs> so, there's two. We're, we're at two already. Yes. We're only three in. Nice. Cool. So, do you want to go to your number seven? Aye. So, my number seven is Ladybird. Okay. Did you see that? I did I see Ladybird. Yeah. Great film. Uh, another another coming of age story. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say there. Yeah, it's like, it was a, it's been one of the best. Again, I've not seen the two you've mentioned before, so I imagine they're of a similar kind of ilk, but um, it's one of the best coming age films I've saw in a, a long time, I think. Yeah, I think I think the one that sets this apart, though, is the sort of, I, I, I think it's better than the two films that I've just mentioned. The, the thing is, the, the relationship between the mother and daughter in this one mm-hmm. is what really... Well, I think just her relationships in general, because I really like her relationship that she's got with her dad as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, it, it's the mother daughter relationships that that drives this film forward. 
Yeah. And the the both of them are fantastic. I mean they both won did they Oh no, they didn't both win Oscars. Did any of them win Oscars for it? I don't think so. No, because I think it was the mum from the uh, three billboards. Oh, was it? No. Uh, aye, she won the best. So, Frances McDormand won Best Actress. And was it not the mum from the ice skating one? I never saw it, but the... Oh, Alison Janney. Aye, I think yeah. she won Best Supporting. No, I think you're right. Much they're okay. They're, they're, both, they're both probably deserving of their, their Oscars. Yeah. Um, she, again, I never saw the ice skating one, uh, but she... The, the mum in this would have probably got my best supporting act, actress vote because uh, I thought she was brilliant in it. Yeah, I think I think I, I think she would edge it for me. Don't get me wrong, like Alison Jenny's probably the best thing in in that Tonya or was it Tonya? Is that what it's called? Tonya in it? I can't um, remember what it was. I Tonya, that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I think what's this woman's name? She's in Roseanne. What's her name? No, no idea. No, but uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. I think I think um, Lady Bird's a great film, and it's kind of weird because I mean, not much happens in the film. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. the main thing is she's trying to get to university, and she wants to go to university. Is it New York she wants to go to? Aye, yeah. And she what is it? It's Cincinnati, isn't it? She lives. I uh, think so. I'm she not quite sure. Kind of thinks it's just this crummy little town that she wants to get away from. Her mum and dad are poor-ish, well, poor-ish. I'd say more than just more than poor. And she, like, I don't know. She it says almost she doesn't appreciate where she's from and where she's come from until she leaves, sort of thing. Right at the end. Yeah. But they see see the scene at the end when the, the, her mum drops her off at the airport and. She's kind of just driving round. Aye, it's quite. That's quite a. It's. I don't know. It kind of that scene got me a wee bit. So it did when I was watching that one. Yeah, quite powerful. Yeah. I quite liked um, two of the boys in it as well. Um, yeah. Who who seem to be you know, like getting good gigs all the time, but um, that Timothy Chalamet and Lucas Hedges, I think his name yeah. is. Um, I really enjoyed both those two in it as well um, I thought they were really good yeah uh, I really like Lucas Hedges I think he's excellent mm-hmm. the, the Timothy Shamley I've not seen him in that much I don't think I've seen him a couple of things he's like I think the for a, a lot of the Oscar movies like last year he was in like yeah he was in Call Me By Your Name as well Actually, I, I never saw that though I know I never saw it either unfortunately he had good things yeah um, Alright, so it's your seven then? My number seven is a film that you weren't that keen on, uh, Black Panther. Alright. Um, really, yeah, really enjoyed this. I, I love the... Just loved it all, actually. like the, the story, I like the fact that it's a bit more political than a lot of the other Marvel movies. I really enjoy the characters in terms of Chital... Chital... I can't see his name anymore. Black Panther, <laughs> um, Akoye. I think it's a, a one of my favourite female characters in in Marvel. Um, even the things that I I didn't think I was going to enjoy that much. I, I think she bothers you a little bit, but um, his little sister. Why can't I remember any of the characters' names, Ryan? Uh, 
I don't know. What's her name? I cannot remember. What, her real life name? Or, um... No. Uh, Shuri? Shuri, that's or it. Shuri, I think it's... Yeah, it's Shuri. Yeah, I really enjoyed them. I love M'Baku as well. Just a, yeah. I just really, really like this film. And, um, I think I th- we, we, we did a Black Panther spoiler review, and I think the only negative that thing I had about it was some of the special effects in the the last fight scene with the rhinos and stuff Mm -hmm. were a bit off, in my opinion, but, and and then the best thing in it is, for me anyway, is is Killmonger, who after Thanos is is my favourite Marvel villain, I I think he's brilliant, and the more I watch Michael B. Jordan, um, the more I enjoy his performance, I, I, I think it's a great performance. Yeah, um, he's one of the best, as you say, Marvel villains we've had in a while. Um, I think I did really enjoy it. It was just I don't know. It, it wasn't. I didn't enjoy it as much as some of the other yeah. Marvel movies, and it maybe is because of some of the stuff you're saying. Like it, it was more of a kind of um, there was a lot of kind of political elements in it, and um, it, I, I feel like it had a kind of general different feel about the rest yeah, of the Marvel films. Yeah, definitely, definitely had a different feel. And that, but that's obviously like being a conscious thing because they want to like make you aware that this isn't or it, it is different because we're we're dealing like with the first um, black lead and um, taking taking you out of like the west and going going to like Africa and dealing with a whole different culture. So it's probably like a lot of that. It's just it's it's not been the kind of type of film that I'm been expecting. Um, but there was elements I really enjoyed about it. I think I said at the time the South Korea um, stuff yeah, I really enjoyed. It's really good. Um, but that's the stuff that I think everyone sort of agreed with. That it has that sort of James Bond feel mm-hmm, about yeah. it. When when obviously the, the sort of scenes you get before that with with Chitala and Shuri, like showing all the gadgets, and then they go to South Korea and use them whilst they're there, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, cool. I'll just jump in with my number six. My number six is Ladybird. Alright. So cool. Obviously excellent film. So that's is it free, Ryan? Three. Okay. Three. I'm convinced that the, the four that I've got on here I, I I'm going to seven. I think we're gonna get seven. Well, you're not getting this one, I don't think. Right. I don't I don't know that you've saw this one. Um so this is my first one that's not been at the cinema. Yeah. Uh, right. And it's a movie called Cargo. Right, I've not seen it. Do you know Martin of it? Freeman? Yes, I uh, so it's just a it's a zombie film. I'm a sucker for kind of zombie films. Um, it's a wee bit different from your kind of standard one. I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of now. I can't. Um, the, can't remember. Is it is it closer to like 28 Days Later? Not yeah. saying it's like that, but is it more more so 28 Days Later than Zombieland or Shaun of the Dead? Kinda. Um, have you ever played the game The Last of Us? No. Oh yeah, but I never really got that far into it. See, Listen, like the, they had, they also had those mad zombies with their full faces yeah. opened. Yeah, so like, it was more of a fungal thing, and a, that's what like the kind of virus right, okay. is in this, or what it is. It's like a fungal infection as opposed to um, a, a virus. So um, yeah, um, so it was it was very different, um, and it's basically just about following the story of Martin Freeman as he's trying to protect his daughter because. I'll try to think of what I can and cannot say. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's, it's he's just basically trying to protect his daughter um, and make sure she lives through it type thing. So yeah, again, it's a wee bit different because it's set in Australia uh, in Outback, so um, it's not like your kind of standard one where you've got like you're in a built up city or anything like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. So see, I'm a bit of a sucker for zombie movies anyway, but uh, it was really good. And again, if you've got the time, I would probably advise it. Cool. What's your number five? Um, so five again. I don't think you've seen this one either. Um, uh, which was Journeyman. All right. Okay. No, I remember you. You got the. I went to the you... world premiere, Brian. Just say it. Come on. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. <laughs> That's why Brian doesn't do the podcast anymore because he thinks he's too good. He's too big for it now. He's been to world premiere. He's a little, a little measly podcast with you, Brian. No, thank you. Aye, pretty much. I'm dancing with the stars these days. <laughs> uh, I, Johnny Man, um, directed and starring Paddy Considine. Con- I can never say his name right. Considine. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, and Jodie Whittaker. Uh, so yeah, that was really good. Um, again, if anyone is not aware of what it is, because I don't think I didn't really hear many people talking about it to be honest. But uh, a bit of boxer who takes one too many hits and ends up with like severe brain damage, and it's about his kind of recovery from that. So it was a really good movie. It wasn't really a boxing movie. It was more of a um, a drama about this guy dealing with his condition. Yeah, a guy who happens to be a boxer, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was something I wanted to watch, and I remember the cinema that I go to. That um, obviously I get any world pass, and they they did. I'm sure they did an unlimited screening, and then that was it. I Once after that, they didn't put it on, and I'm like, right. "Well, that's not good because I can't. <laughs> I missed the unlimited screen, so I couldn't go see the film. Um, so I've missed that one. It is one of. I don't know when I'll get round to it, but. Yeah, it's one I do. I do want to watch. Yeah, it's really good, and he gives like a really good performance as well. Like I think probably everybody, and he mentioned this, and he's like Q and A thing. Um, but like everybody pretty much knows him as the the guy for Hot Fuzz. Like I think that's where most people will recognise his face from. Um, but like he really does give like a great performance in this. Yeah. Um, and very convincing that he's went through, like that he's he's um, got brain damage. Um, so yeah, again, I, I know you probably will try and catch it at some point if you can, but uh, yeah. I would suggest watching that if you can do. Will do. Um, my number five is um, reasonably new new film, at least in the UK anyway, um, which and I don't think you have seen is Black Klansman. Nope. So I heard a lot about it though. I, I really, I don't know if "enjoyed" is the right word because some of the the scenes in it are quite difficult watching. Um, but then it, at the same time, um, much like any sort of dark comedy, that there's some real funny bits in it as well that have you like proper laughing. Um, we went to see Equalizer two on the same day, which has Denzel Washington in it, and this movie has his son in it. John David Washington, right. which you pro- you probably really seen in some things, but I can't imagine as many times I'd have went to see a Denzel Washington film and then his son's film and said his son's film was like <laughs> much better. I enjoyed Equalizer too, 
although it is what it is, it's, you, you know what you're getting with it. But this is a great film, I think it's an important film as well, like just especially with in the states the the issues that they deal with that they're dealing with race at the moment. At the end of the film, though, they sh- they show some real footage from some of the stuff that's happened in the states, like the, the remember the the neo Nazis marching with their pitchforks and not pitchforks, but their their tiki torches or something. Like that wasn't it? They showed that, but then do you remember how a few weeks later that guy who drove into the crowd? Oh yeah. They showed the footage from that as well, which was like horrific. Um, but there's some really like there's a scene in it there's one scene in it in particular that I can't get in my head but it's like it's these it's one of these, these neo-Nazi guys he's, and he's in bed with his wife and they're talking about how they're going to kill all the black people they're using a different word it, and it, it, at first it feels like you're watching a parody and you're laughing at first because it's so ridiculous the way they're talking but then you then the longer the scene goes on you kind of realise like Oh shit! People will like this, or people are like this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they think they're they're they're, they're kind of like daydreaming whilst they're like dreaming whilst they're still awake about how they're going to kill all these black people and what. And you're just like, and it, it does seem like it, it almost seems like at first like a Saturday Night Live sketch, and then it just as the longer it goes on, the more you realise like, man, these people are disgusting human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, both John David Washington and Adam Driver, who I'm a massive fan of anyway, I think Adam Driver's the best thing in this film. But but the John David Washington is excellent as well. I think the two of them are are absolutely brilliant. A couple of guys who are in it who didn't um, recognize. I try to think who they are. They don't seem to be that high up on IMDb. They've played a couple of the. A guy, guy called Jasper Pacconi. I don't know what he's in. Don't recognise him from stuff, but he he was really good in it. Um, and this week, a guy called Paul Walter Hauser, who's in, um, I think he's in your TV show. You like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. All right. Plays plays Richie. Mm-hmm. Um, they were quite good, but but in particular, the the two main leads uh, were were brilliant in this film. Definitely recommend everyone watch it. Yeah, see, I'd heard like quite a lot of people uh, speaking quite highly of it, so I do fancy watching it if I can get the chance. But it probably won't be for a while. I think you'd like it. I mean, it's good acting, like which is obviously important. The story's good. It's nuts that it's a true story as well. Um, it's. At times really funny, and then at times really like quite harrowing at times as well. Nice. Um, so, what's your number four? So, my number four is the last film I've seen at the cinema. I don't think you liked it as much as what I did, so I don't know that it's going to be on your list. Um, but Mission Impossible Fallout. No, it's not on my list. That means we can, the most we can get is six. Oh, really? Which actually is. With the four I've got left, I'm surprised they're not they're not all on your list. Yeah, I think my top three will our top threes will probably be similar. Um, but yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, it was I feel like the Mission Impossible films like 
minus Mission Impossible 2, just you get better every time and enjoy each one um, more every time as well. Uh, so, yeah... Enjoyed the story of this one. It was a wee bit kind of there was kind of felt like darker elements to um, the story. Um, what's his face? Uh, Agent August Walker, a fantastic name, I will say. Uh, AKA Henry Cavill uh, was amazing. I loved you, him in it. You do have a wee bit of a thing for Henry, don't you? Well, how can you know? Yeah, I know it was in the trailer, but see that bit in the bathroom scene. Aye, when he like arm reload. <laughs> Aye, it's so good, isn't it? I don't know. Like, he's so believable. Yeah, the whole um, arm, uh, the whole um, bathroom scene, and that was brilliant. I thought. Yeah, I, I could have, which is quite funny because there are some scenes in this film that last too long, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one in particular, but I could have had that scene go on a good five minutes longer. The, yeah, the, the the choreography for the fight scene was excellent. Um. I don't know the actor that they were fighting the two of them, but he was he was excellent. He should have been in that longer. He was um, so. Uh, uh, did you listen to the Empire spoiler on it? I've I've not no I've not actually listened to Empire for a wee while. It's like seven hours long, Is like it? genuinely seven hours long. I think that's how long the film lasts. So that's about right. <laughs> uh, but I can't remember who they said, but there was supposed to be somebody else playing that role, and he couldn't make it for whatever reason. And this guy uh, was the stunt double, so they ended up just. Like making him be in the film. Well, maybe um, that's why he was so good at the aye. the fighting because I thought he was brilliant. Yeah, I think so. Um, I hope he gets more gigs after this because I could watch like I could watch a crap movie just watching him in an action film. <laughs> Not like John um, Wick style, where like you don't really care about the plot and stuff. It's just you want to see how next John Wick kills about fifty people. Yeah, well, I think that's like one of the things I heard about Equalizer Two is that it's really good to a point, <clears throat> and then they introduce plot into the film, and that's when it's becomes less good. Yeah. So sometimes these type of films need that, but yeah, that that whole sequence I loved. I loved the uh, the car chase and the bike chase through Paris, um, and then the helicopter chase. Brilliant. I don't, these are these spoilers. I'm saying just when I think about it. I, don't I really think know. on this show, spoilers are fine. Okay. Well. Maybe, maybe, really maybe we can record. Maybe when you're editing, you can record a wee bit beforehand just to say spoilers will be in this. Well, it's it? on the trailers and that stuff. You see everything I've spoken about so is in the, trailers. The helicopter chase, like, I, I have no problem with um, like things. In, in my opinion, like in, in Mission Impossible, things can be as ridiculous as you want them because I think that's the, the type of movie you're getting. But the helicopter scene was like it said they had 15 minutes. And then the movie lasted about another forty <laughs> minutes. Yeah. So it was just about like it was a bit when he claims, and like I say, you can, you have to take it with a pinch of salt. But it's like he's got like thirteen minutes left. He's swinging from a the bottom of a helicopter, and he has this big massive rope to climb up. Probably would have took him about fifteen minutes just to climb up on that that rope. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's good. I I I might have enjoyed the last one more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. But it's still very enjoyable, um, especially when you, when you go into them with the right mindset, uh, and say, say what you want about Tom Cruise, he he's excellent at action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he and he puts like he never half asses it, does he? He always puts everything 
into it. I love that they used the shot where he actually broke his leg as well. Yeah. Um, they, they, they talk about that in the, the podcast as well, and uh, he he done that early on, so see all the running that you see, like 90% of it is he's running with a broken ankle. Yeah. I did think on one of the scenes, though, that makes sense, because it's one of the scenes where he's running along the roof, and I was thinking, he looks a bit slow there. <laughs> Because he's a good, he's he's him and Will Smith. They're like they're like the two best movie runners, aren't they? <laughs> like that's they're the peak for running in movies. They're really good at it. Hey, what film? I can't think of anything. Men in oh, Black. The first, yeah, Men the, in first Black, yeah. the first scene in Men in Black. Will Smith running, and also um, Bad Boys as well. Not seen it. Not seen any of the Bad Boy movies. Nah. Oh, first one's excellent. You missed a chance there for a wee. Um, Hot Fuzz quote. No. Mm, no, I don't remember it is. I, I've never seen Point Break. If that comes into it as well. No. Quite poor. Like see in um, Hot Fuzz with a bit where they watch Point Break. Just as well they show you them watching it because I wouldn't have got that bit at the end <laughs> when he shoots up into the sky. Aye. Like I wouldn't have got that without them showing it in the film. Right before we went in and saw that film. Uh, in the group chat Robo had sent a message about I can't remember what it was he said but about Tom Cruise like just running constantly <laughs> and see like when that uh, when he started like running in the film me and Sarah just like kind of started looking at each other like pure gutting herself just because it was just funny watching him like just constantly just running like I think there's maybe about 10 minutes worth of him <laughs> yeah. just running on, on top of buildings yeah <laughs> yeah. it's the same like did you see the second Jack Reacher movie no like the Fifty percent of that film is him running. <laughs> like he runs a lot in that one. Um, no, it's good. I, I like Mission Impossible. Um, I, I think I maybe gave it like three stars out of five on my wee letterbox app. But it's decent. Um, my number four. And now, I don't know if you have this one. Well, there's, there's certainly going to be one on here that you've not mentioned. I'm not. I'm. I'm just even surprised you've not mentioned it as an honourable mention. But my number four movie is Incredibles two. Yeah, i never seen it. Oh, did you know? No, I didn't catch it. Oh, right. Maybe well, that makes more sense then. Yeah. Um, excellent film. Like, you need to watch it. If you love the first one, you'll love this one. The humour in it's brilliant. Everyone raves on about Jack-Jack in this film, and he is really funny. There's, I'm not going to get too many spoilers, but there's, there's a, one scene in particular with him and a raccoon, which cracks me up, but, like, the the action in it is really good. the The plot is pretty good as well. They've got like a decent villain. I just think it's. It, it, I like the way it like leads on from the pretty much as soon as the first one finishes. Um, not a great film, and I think I think you'd enjoy it, Ryan. Was it Brad Bird again? Yeah. 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 Because I, I, I always remember. I think I heard them like talk about it and just say like. But whenever they were going to do a second, it would just fall straight on. So um, I did hear that, that that's the way they were planning on doing it. But yeah, um, it, it would be it would have been something I would have uh, tried to catch. I can't remember. When, when was that it came out? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure when it came out. A few months ago now. Yeah, I think we are probably knee-deep in Diapers. baby business by that yeah, time. Yeah, hey. maybe. So, yeah, didn't catch that one. But I would have, if if we were able to go to the cinema, that would have been one I would have made an effort to go and see. Well, you just need to wait till it comes out and watch it. Do a wee double do. bill. 
We, it was quite good because Amelia had never seen Incredibles, so we watched that just a few days before we went to see mm-hmm. the second one. And there was a there was a joke. You know how when you watch a film so many times, and for whatever reason, you miss a joke in it. Aye. There's a bit in it, and I'm, pro- I'm sure like, I must be one of the only people who's missed it. But do you know the bit when the plane crashes and Dash, um, Violet, and what's the mum called again? Uh, no, I don't know. They all like fall into the water, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of like flat on the boot. And Dash is just going, "We're dead, we're dead, <laughs> we survive, but we're dead." <laughs> I just like in stitches when I, when I. I don't know why I never noticed it before, but it just cracked me right up. Good character. I like Dash. I think he's my favorite. I like Toilem. I thought everybody. Yeah. As we've said many times, it's the best Fantastic Four maybe we've had yet. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic Five now, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your number three? I think I think we'll all the next three we'll all, we'll both have. Yeah, I think so. You go first. What's your three? Man, three's a quiet place. Mm. Maybe we won't. All right. You don't have this in your top three. Nah, I do. Aye. Uh, aye. So discuss it um, loved it I think I mean we, we said this at the time did we do a spoiler review on A Quiet Place or did we just talk about it a lot I think we just spoke about it a lot um, I think it's great I think it. I think the, the story's excellent I think the the use I think we, we spoke about how like the, obviously it's, it's aliens that are the sort of monsters in it and how I, it it's almost like they use them the perfect amount, which I think is a really difficult thing to do in terms of we don't get bombarded with them, but at the same time we don't get we don't get that feeling of like, oh, I wish I saw more. We hardly saw any of them. The acting from, from Blunt and John Krasinski and, and the two kids in it is, in, in particular, in my opinion, the little girl mm-hmm. is excellent. Um, and the use of sound in this movie is... Um, unfortunately for most people now they won't be able to experience it but to, to see it at the cinema was it, it to me it was a proper like experience to watch it at the cinema yeah uh, and it's it, it's hard to like yeah it's not just a, it's not just a it's, to me it's not just a movie it was a proper experience and I, I really enjoyed it I loved everything about it I don't have I don't think I've got any real negatives about it. And the yeah. scene with the, the nail is just <sighs> haunting. I, I forgot about that, actually. When was that? That was the beginning of the year, wasn't it? Close, yeah. Maybe March, February time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm the same as you. Like, uh, I absolutely loved it. I'm not a big fan of like kind of scary films. Uh, a lot of the time, though, I wouldn't say it was really a, a scary More film. More a scary film, though. I mean, it... Uh, to me, it's more about a family dealing with dealing with loss, dealing with thrown into this situation that requires them to be quiet, and it has horror elements. Yeah, but done better than most horror films. Yeah, definitely. Like the most pure, like I mean, films that are like we do what we say in the tin. We're a horror film. We're trying to scare you. I, I think it's done so well. I think it's. It- Kind of feels a bit more like a foreign horror movie as opposed to yeah what you'd expect for like an American one. Um, more about 
building atmosphere and things like that and I think like what you kind of touched on it's it's probably like the the best use of sound in a film I've ever I can remember anyway um, the, only, the only thing that comes close to me did you ever see I don't know if it's Babel or Babel however you want to pronounce nah, it no I didn't see that there's a obviously that's all about languages and, and communication and stuff like that and like basically there's like maybe four or five different stories and like Every story has a communication problem, whether it's that they don't speak the same language. But one of them is a, I think it's a Japanese girl. She's deaf, right. so that's her. That's how she struggles to communicate. And there's a bit where like she's in a nightclub, and it's like the music's dead loud in the cinema, and it just cuts to inside her head. All right, okay. And it just goes completely silent, and that, uh, I always remember enjoying that at the cinema. But it, oh, I didn't see that. Obviously, this this sort of. One of the things I loved about this, but the, 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 the sound was like there was three volumes. There was almost like the normal volume. Then there was quiet when no one was speaking. But then there was like even quieter when it was inside the little girls, from the little girls' perspective. All right. Just because, like, do you know that way? You like when no one was speaking, you could still hear like the air or like things, like the trees, sort of thing. But obviously, when it goes to the the daughter, she can't hear it. She's like can't hear anything at all, can she? Yeah. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, what I was going to say there, but well, um, what's his face? Krasinski. Yeah. I think he was brilliant in it. I thought he was really good. Um, what do you think of the? Um, what do you think of them going to be doing a second, a second one? one? Um, it depends where they go. I I, I kind of would rather like. I'm not really that interested on them coming to the world, and I, I quite like the fact it jumped into it. I'm not really interested in like. Someone mentioned about how like they, they start hunting them now because they know how to get them, and whilst I think that on paper sounds like a great idea, I don't think they could execute that correctly. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be interested to see like, do you know like I don't know whereabouts in America they were. Say they were in like. The east, or east, or maybe like I don't know, Boston or New York or whatever. Uh, I would be interested to see like how does a family in LA or Atlanta, Atlanta, do you know what I mean? How would they dealt with it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd I'd certainly give it a chance just because of how much I love this one. But I would be skeptical. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see the same family, or do you think it's going to be completely removed? I think it. I I think I'd prefer it completely removed. I think that's the only way they can go with it, really. I, yeah. I think, but I would. I, I don't want to see a second one. I know I don't have any say in the matter, but well, you should I, though. They should be listening should, to you. Uh, probably. Um, I'd rather they just like try to go with something new. But I think um, again, I remember for the um, Empire interviewed uh, Krasinski, and he was saying it was something like they they kind of knew early on that like they had an idea for the second and the studio were like had it in mind that if this does well then that's going to be a, a potential option going forward so yeah uh, they've obviously thought about it yeah. so hopefully uh, has there been any mention if he's coming back for it to direct it or not that I've heard of I've just heard it only got green light the other day did it not yeah I just wasn't sure if there was any other news that came with that no not that I've heard of no well what was we'll your see. number three? So, my number three is three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, I'll just jump in. That's my number two. 
Aye, so Quiet Place is my number two. Yeah, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, um, so this was, uh, I forget his name now, oh my god, the director. Yeah, same guy at the Dimbrugge and Seven Psychopaths. Aye. Uh, it was a film that was by Martin McDonough. Donna. <laughs> can I can I leave it? Uh, I again, I similar. I feel like he's becoming a director that I'm putting a lot of faith in now. And um, I think this year, I've like I saw obviously three billboards, but um, I saw Seven uh, Psychopaths for the first time as well. Right, okay. Um, and so he's a director that I'm really starting to like. If if he was to announce that he was doing something, I would give it a bit of interest. Yeah. I like the humour in his films. Um, I like the actors that he tends to use um, in his films as well. So I like when a, like you've got an actor and director duo that works. So, um, yeah, um, overall just really enjoyed it. Really good story. Quite dark at times as well. Yeah. Um, and this was really, early as really well, Really dark it? at times. Uh, yeah, yeah, like especially the stuff to do with like Woody Harrelson. Like, I didn't see... That coming in the film at all? Yeah. Like I just it was quite um, took me aback. Quite sad as well though because um, if, if, I wouldn't go as far to say he was on her side, but I think he generally did care mm-hmm. about her. Like he wasn't like I think he. Whereas the, the sort of other police officers, like I don't feel especially obviously Sam Rockwell's character until obviously later on. In the movie, didn't really care about what she was, what she was fighting for. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, but the acting in this film is incredible. Like yeah, it, it, to get that sort of standard of acting, and then the humour as well in it, which at times is so good. There's a bit in it. I won't use the word where her son uses the c word. Yeah, and she's just like, we'll have more, no more, no more C's in this house, and he he just goes like straight away, why are you moving out? <laughs> just like I love that joke. It was so good, but it's, even about see when she goes to the school and she kicks the kid in the nuts, <laughs> and then she then she does it to the girl as well, doesn't she? Yeah, so good. Yeah, but they're great, and I'm sure we're going to speak about this person for our next film. But like Peter Dinklage was excellent in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like showing showing how good he he actually is as a as an actor. Um, I don't think anyone's bad in it. Um, for me, Sam Rockwell steals the, yeah. the show. I, I think. I mean, I'm I'm a big Sam Sam Rockwell fan from like the first time I saw him in the Green Mile, and then one of the one of the few movies he's done him like being the lead with Moon. Yeah, as well. I I think he's excellent, and I I do think he shines more in these sort of supporting roles. And I don't know. Unfortunately, or fortunately for him, like when he is a bit of a scumbag. Um, but you know, you still sympathise with him, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's he's got his own stuff going on. Yeah, definitely um, with his mum. Aye, so yeah, you do feel for him a bit in the end, um, and maybe understand him a wee bit more uh, but yeah I'm the same as you I'm a, a sucker for Sam Rockwell I think pretty much everything he's in um, I love he's one of the few good things about Iron Man 2 in my opinion yeah I, li- I like him in Iron Man 2 I think yeah. he should have just been the villain in Iron Man 2 yeah probably um, but uh, yeah the, the level of acting I think that's again another thing that 
it's a kind of feature of Mark McDonough's films is that like it's an all round great cast. Everybody who is in it is like brilliant and gives a, an amazing performance. I think and yeah, tends to be like quite big casts. So but he uses the same actors though, doesn't he? Because like yeah. obviously Dinklage is in in Bruges as well. And you've got Sam Rockwell and Woody Harrelson who are both in Seven Psychopaths along with Colin Farrell who's in, in Bruges. Um, but yeah, right though, he, he, he picks he picks solid actors for his movies though. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I need to watch In Bruges again. <laughs> so do. Yeah. Um, no, great film. Really enjoyed it. Um, for, for a film that's really funny, it's not the easiest of watching. Um, but definitely, if if you've not seen it, you definitely watch this film. Especially if you do like sort of dark comedies in that same vein of of In Bruges, or or even if you've recently seen Black Klansman as well, like you and enjoyed that, I think you you would enjoy Three Billboards. Um, so, what's your your number one, Ryan? My number one for this, uh, so for my new releases that I uh, oh, saw this just, year. Just before we before we do that, mm-hmm. do you have a least favourite movie of the year? I was thinking this, yeah. I was thinking if we should maybe mention about... One or, oh, one or two movies we thought were absolutely garbage. Yeah, well, I'm going to go to or mention ones that were disappointing, for, disappointing even for me. Yeah. Um... So, I'll, I'll include films that are maybe not new releases, uh, just because I don't really have too much more to go with um, on my list, to be honest. Uh, so, one that I watched that I was really disappointed and I felt it had a lot of potential was Warcraft. I finally watched that. Right, have you okay. Seen have you seen Warcraft? No, wasn't for no. me. Uh, I was, I remember when this like first uh, came out and seen the trailers for it, I was, or maybe not the trailers, but like, the fact that it was a Warcraft movie, I was quite excited for it, and then it got bashed, like, critics-wise, and so I never went and saw it. Um, and then, uh, it was on Netflix, so I decided to watch it, and I was very disappointed, and I thought, why did I watch that? I should have just listened to what the critics what were saying. else said. Aye. So, that was pretty disappointing. Um, Black Panther was a bit disappointing, I've mentioned that before, so I would maybe just give that a mention there. Um, my least so, in in terms of how I've ranked movies this year, my bottom movie is Valerian. Again, I know that's not a new release, but that was my. Um, I think the most frustrating thing about Valerian is is that I mean, at least uh, maybe it's just me, but like you can see the potential mm-hmm. for like a good movie and a good story because uh, it is a really unique world. Or universe, whatever they've created, with some interesting characters like like aliens and that, like you could very much see Fifth Element in it. Yeah, obviously the same people, but it just does not deliver at all. No, the only character I liked in it was like see that wee creature that had like the three heads, mm-hmm. and they all kind of talked to each other. That was the only thing I liked in the whole film. Mm, I don't know if I liked anything in the film. To be honest, mm. the visuals—that's probably yeah. The some only of the thing. visuals were excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, th- those are probably ones I'd mention. But Valerian, Valerian is my lowest ranked movie of the year. Fair enough. The two that I'm going to mention is one one called Every Day. Oh yeah, yeah I remember you talking about this. Sorry. Which is like 
some 16 year old girl called Rhiannon falls in love with a mysterious spirit named A that inhabits a different body every day now the one thing I will say in this movie's defence is like this this film was not made for me <laughs> like do you know what I mean it, it, talking about teenage movies from before like this is very much directed at teenagers who I don't know love this shit <laughs> um, and the the worst movie I've seen all year is it and I think you know it's going to be a bad movie when is it Liv Tyler's in it yeah she's <laughs> awful uh, called Wildling yeah again I think I remember you talking about this oh. one did you not see those two together or something did one the one night right. aye just getting the, just, I was just getting the bad ones out of the way on the one night <laughs> yeah awful, awful awful film at least I think it's got reasonably good ratings on though like I'm sure I saw on like Flickster and stuff that had a decent decent ratings mm. well I'll, I'll go by your rating and I will not watch it now so <laughs> Some, I'm much. just looking at Letterboxd and the first review on it just says I'd love to know one how this got greenlit two how did Liv Tyler read the script think it was good enough to produce three how this got distributed. Four, why this exists. Five, how can I get two hours of my life back? <laughs> I think that says it all. They've given it half a star, that's pretty generous. Nice. I don't know why I gave it. Anyway, garbage. Anyway, number one. So, number one for the year for me is Jurassic World, the Lies. second one. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop it. I think we both know what it is. Yeah. It is Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Which, guys, if you've not listened to already, we already have a spoiler special with our friend Dean on Avengers Infinity War, so you should go back and listen to that. It's it's excellent, especially since it's just came out in Blu-ray on Monday. Yep. Perfect time to, to listen to that back again. Um, love this film. Um, can't get enough of it. I'm, I'm, really, I'm actually looking forward to watching it again on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, so we were, I was talking to someone at work about it the other day, just because obviously it's been released, and he was saying how he'd got his copy, and I was just talking about like I was actually talking about one of my negatives, but it's one of those like negatives, but it's actually it's kind of a positive, and it was just that I was saying how I wished Ebony Maw was in it more. Yeah, definitely. I think he's such a, a, a easily in my top five Marvel villains, and he was only in it; he wasn't even in the film. I think he has about. <laughs> Seven minutes of screen time or something like that. Yeah, I remember yeah. being like quite disappointed when when we we lose him in it, and I was like, oh, I was like really getting into his character and his scenes are so enjoyable, so satisfying. Like, aye, know, yeah, on every level. So, yeah, that I mean, but like I said, I mean, the only reason it's a criticism is because of how good he is in it, and I wanted more of him. That's all. Yeah, uh, fight scenes in it. I can't wait to see the. The fight scene on Titan again, I think that's my favourite one in the, the whole movie. Yeah, I know it's my wife's favourite when Spider-Man's gone, magic. Magic with <laughs> a kick. Magic, and then he gets caught, doesn't he? Magic again. Yeah. So good. What's your favourite scene? I think we've probably done this already, but... Favourite yeah. scene? Mine's easy. What's yours? Thor, when he returns to, or when oh, he appears yeah. at Wakanda. Goosebumps, man. Yeah, it's so genuinely a wee bit of a semi yeah. every time it happens. 
Amelia's in the Amelia's in the room now. She wasn't before. She's in the same room as me now, and she's chuckling away here as <laughs> fanboying over Avengers. It's so good though. Like, yeah. I, I can't remember what the runtime is, but it's like two and a half hours. But I could genuinely like watch five, six hours of that. Like, you could just sit me down, and I could have watched it like so much of that. Um, yeah, everything about it was so good. Villain was amazing. I think. I think it's. For me, he's the best Marvel villain and probably one of the, like my favourite vil- uh, villains in movies in general. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a top three for me in all time. Mm-hmm. I'd have to, like... Number one villain. Amelia said number one villain of all time. Nice. It, what's amazing is, like, Amelia actually said to me the other day she was looking forward to seeing it again. Good. Yeah. But, like, you're talking about favourite scenes. Yeah, you're right. That is definitely up there. Like the whole stuff on Titan, I absolutely love. I think it's the best action, maybe in a Marvel film. I think it's done so well. Just the way they, those particular characters interact, the, the Doctor Strange stuff, especially on Titan, I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anytime Thanos has a monologue, is <laughs> excellent. <laughs> I think he's they're really good. Um. No, excellent. I really, really, really enjoy it. But you may be right with a Thor scene. And obviously, like, let's talk about that. I said the, a negative, but the main negative is Peter Dinklage, which is just bizarre because yeah. we just spoke about how good he is in free billboards. And then he's awful in this film. Where's the handle? Yeah. <laughs> so bad. And, and I think, that's to me, that's a testament of how good this film is, though, because... Some the, the the scenes that he's in, and no one told what does it last? Maybe five minutes, all of what he's in. Yeah, something like that. It's some of the. It's probably up there with some of the worst stuff in any Marvel movie. Movie, in my opinion. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the stuff that you would get from like an early superhero type movie that just like that. It's overacted and it's kind of cheesy, and yeah. you're just kind of like I don't know, just feels not part of like it doesn't feel real like it doesn't feel I know like we know all the other Avengers stuff isn't real but like that stuff just felt like completely separate and completely different yeah um, and it's really weird that it managed to make it and it, or it wasn't done better really yeah but so um, cool so that's our 10 favourite movies of the year so far um, do you obviously you've watched a bunch of new movies are you wanting to mention any more um, no, I don't think so. I watched um, a couple of Netflix films or a few <coughs> on there. So um, I've just mentioned them. So I mentioned Cargo. Um, really enjoyed that. Um, watched uh, Cloverfield Paradox. I finally you got into like that, it, didn't you? Yeah, it was um, better than I was expecting because I'd, again I'd heard like quite bad things about it, but um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like all the Cloverfield movies. So uh, I'm not too sure if. Uh, this one that's coming out soon, Overlord, is a Cloverfield movie. I'm not 100% right. sure, but um, I know it's J.J. Abrams is producing it, so I think it might be, but I'm not sure. I, I've not seen um, the Cloverfield movie, but what I loved about it is the way they released it. Yeah. During right. the Super Bowl. Like, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of shows you, like, I mean, because obviously, like, uh, I'm a big American football fan, so I'm, I was on Twitter. Like, I liked, when I watched American football, I kind of like to follow on Twitter as well, just to see what, like, all the analysts are, are like, 
sports writers are saying about the game as you're watching it. But obviously, we I follow a lot of movie stuff on Twitter as well, and like there was at one point there was more stuff about that movie on my Twitter feed than there was the NFL game that was going on, like the biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. I think this is a lot. It's, it was a really great advert like campaign. Yeah, very um, innovative. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so. Yeah, but it was. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's. I've tried to think of what it reminded me of. Like, didn't remind me of. I'm going to like compare it to Interstellar, but it's nothing like Interstellar in any way, shape, or form. But just, I think some of the complexities of what it's uh, trying to deal with in the way of time and dimensions and stuff um, reminded me of that. So. I like that. I, I would recommend you probably give it a watch if you get the chance. Um, cool. Annihilation, did you see that? I did, yeah. Um, it was alright. I didn't enjoy it that much, but it was alright. I, I enjoyed Annihilation. I thought it was really good. And I'd read the book before, and it's it's really different, actually, from the book. I don't know... Maybe, there, are, there are two more books. I don't know if... It, maybe it's more like the, the second parts of the books... Yeah, but it was really different. It, the, the the bit at the end is that it, it, I was lost at the end. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I thought it was excellent up until that point. And it, I just didn't get it. And it, it, So that's what that's the only thing that stops it me from being like a, like a um, unbelievable, amazing, I love this film, to just like, yeah, it's really good because... I never got that. I never got that. I wasn't satisfied enough at the end because I was just confused. Yeah, I probably need to watch it again to give it a fair. But they they lead up to that until she's like just by herself. Like obviously, like you you lose characters as the film goes along, and you're intrigued as to what's happened in this place. Yeah, for me, you and I, I think this is the point. But you, I just still didn't know enough about the place. Once the movie mm-hmm. finishes, yeah. Again, it, it reminded me a wee bit of uh, the Last of Us. Again, like I felt like because you had these kind of weird um, creatures, mutations. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, kind of reminds me a wee bit of uh, the Last of Us again. Yeah. Um. Just very quickly mention two others Netflix films. Watched one called How It Ends. Right. Another one called Extinction. How It Ends. What's that? I think I've heard that. It's Forrest Whitaker and I don't know the guy's the the boy's name in it. Uh, he was the guy from oh, what's it called? Insurgent? No, no what's it? Divergent. Um, the kind of main guy from that. The British guy. Aye. Who's in, in uh, the In Between Us movie? Oh yeah, so he is. Aye, him. <laughs> oh, that's okay. right. So that's basically a bit like the world ending. Um, I think. It's kind of implying global warming or something, but no, like, right, okay. basically, basically the world starts heating up. So it's about a, they need to try and get from like New York to uh, somewhere on the west coast or something like that. I think it is, and so it's about their journey together. As uh, he's dating Forrest Whitaker's daughter, so all right. So uh, yeah, that, that was alright. Was wasn't too bad. Um, Extinction uh, has Michael Pena. Um, it reminded me a lot of Skyline. It's a. Uh, um, oh, I hate Skyline. That's my least. That's my least favorite movie of all time. <laughs> it reminded me of it, but I think you put me end, right off. Like I've never I watched think, that film now. I think the ending of it 
I had a nice wee twist and I was like, oh, that's quite good and that maybe salvaged it for me, but... Um... <sighs> I hate that film so much, <laughs> Sorry for bringing it up. I know. Disappointed. <laughs> you you make, mentioned Michael Peña there. I, I actually quite enjoyed Ant-Man. Ant-Man was out this year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I've still not seen that, haven't you? Um, I think... This is a bold statement, but I think it may have the funniest scene of any Marvel movie ever. All right. And it involves Michael Peña. It's just like, do you know how in the it? first movie he does those little, like, uh, I was talking to my cousin, and he knew yeah. this guy from, he does one of those, but it lasts for ages, and it's just, it's brilliant. Like, I was proper, like, shoulders going. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's, it's, it, to me, it's like, Ant-Man, I think it's one of those films, it's it's as good as an Ant-Man movie ever will be. Like, it's enjoyable, you like it, but you're never going to put it in your top ten Marvel films. All right. What for we'll what, I think? you enjoy it probably. Um, but yeah, movies that we're looking forward to. Uh, yeah, so I've picked out three. Um, I, I was mentioned this to you beforehand, like how I think we've probably got the same, but you seem to think we'll have... I've got one that's definitely different. I've, okay. only, I've only got one that I know you'll have on here as well. I'm going to mention, I'm just going to mention another one, but it's only because I'm going to see it tomorrow. It's already out. I mentioned a bit. A movie called Upgrade. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, going to see that tomorrow. I've been looking forward to this one ever since I saw the trailer, and I've read nothing but good things. And then someone at my work actually saw it the weekend and said they really enjoyed it. So, uh, good. Looking forward to that to tomorrow night. Um, sorry, just thinking as well. Just go back um, on to your list of your films. Uh, one thing that surprised me was that um, Hotel Artemis wasn't there on my top you... ten. Yeah, I was actually disappointed with Hotel Artemis. Really? That's I didn't. Have you seen it? No, no, I never got to see it. I did enjoy it, but it wasn't as cool as the trailer made it out to be. No, really. And there wasn't there wasn't as much action. There wasn't enough action in it for me. I felt that there should have been more. It, it's good. It just it never delivered the way I, I was hoping it would. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Um. um Alright, yeah, so um, top th- or most anticipated for the rest of the year. Whether or not I'll get to see these all these films, I don't know, but I'll endeavour to, to do What's so. your number three? Oh, we're ranking them? Uh, yeah. Right, ranking. Uh, so my number three is going to be Bad Times at El Royale. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I'll just say my number three just now, and then we can right. talk about okay. them together. Um my number three, I don't know why, because it doesn't. It hasn't really. The trailers haven't really done anything for me. But I don't know. I'm just kind of holding out hope. Is Alita Battle Angel? Oh, really? Which, oh, which no. I knew. See, that's what I'm saying. I knew you definitely wouldn't have this no. on your list. Yeah. Um. I just. I don't know. I just. I'm just intrigued by it so much, and just because I, I I've spoken to some people who love the source material and how excited they get about the the source material, so I'm kind of holding out hope. That finally they translate an anime uh, product into a good live action movie, but I'm probably going to be disappointed. But until I've seen it, I'm kind of holding out. I'm, I am looking forward to it. Um, I've got um, my number two is is Bad Times at the El Royale. Right, they released okay. another trailer the other day. Did you see it? Uh, no, I never. No, I did hear it was, there was one released, but I never got. I never um, watched it. Yeah, looks great, doesn't it? Yeah, again, it looks like a pretty solid cast. Um, really, uh, 
starting to get like quite intrigued by what the overall story is going to be because it's looks very uh... yeah I mean it's obviously they've all got seven seven characters in it and they've all got secret they've all got a secret and they all seem to be I think I think they're all going to somehow be whilst they might not be all connected to each other I think they're at least going to I think each character is maybe going to connect to another character at least one or two in different ways mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of reminds me so one of the films I watched um, on Netflix was uh, to catch up was the uh, Hateful Eight, and it kind of reminds me a wee bit of that to an extent. Where, All right. um, have you seen Hateful Eight? No, I've not seen it. No. All right. Well, you've got all these people going into a cabin, and they've all got their own story, but there's like in a bigger picture. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of gives me vibes of that, and then also I think we both maybe mentioned it before, but kind of pulp fictiony type. Um, yeah. Vibes. So. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Plus, Chris Hemsworth is topless again, so or yeah. semi-topless. So can he whack it? We have moustache. What's your number two? Uh, my number two. Sorry, um, I forget my. I've ranked them. I was like, wait, that is my number two, but it's not. Uh, my number two is. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh, I nearly had this. I nearly mm. had this and Wreck It Ralph on there. Oh yeah, Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think that's a great choice, and it, it's funny because I'll probably end up enjoying that a lot more than Elite Battle Angel. But mm-hmm. um, I was actually talking this about it work the other day. A boy, my work, he does animation, and that's what he, he wants that to be his job. He wants to finally, eventually, do animation, but. We were talking about how interesting the style of animation looks for this yeah. particular film in terms of there's at times that I think it almost looks like Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. And then, but then the next, so almost actually within the same shot, like state of the art animation. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting how they're, they're sort of like weaving them both together. I like the look of. Um... Yeah, so I, th- I think you know, when we spoke about this in the past, I think we both mentioned like the use of colour looks really good. Yeah. Um, I like that we're focusing on someone else other than like Peter Parker, Spider Man, but then I like that Peter Parker is going to be in it. Yeah, and um, Spider Gwen as well. Yeah, and like on that stuff, I, I think we're going to get to see like a lot of th- things that we maybe won't necessarily get to see in like any of the live action stuff. Definitely. Um, and it, it'll, it'll, it'll work better in. in animation as opposed to in the, the live action because I think it's some... multiple villains as well which will work better yeah. in, in the animation as well yeah um, probably wouldn't need to be as much time spent going through like the characters of these people as what yeah. you would normally get so uh, yeah I'm really looking forward to it I think by the sounds of it it's probably, probably going to have a decent like soundtrack as well um, so yeah uh, very much looking forward to it and interesting to see how, how it will work and how they'll they'll go with it. I would like hopefully we get a um a better version of Venom Venom even in it. I would yeah. like that. Which is not a film I'm looking forward to at all. No, not at all. Um cool. No, I agree, I, I agree with you. Like I said, I did I did toy with putting that in there instead of, of uh Elite Battle Angel and and um and and Wreck It Ralph. And like I said, I'll probably enjoy both of them more but it was just I'm for whatever reason I don't know why I'm still intrigued by that film. Um, but my number one, and I'm assuming it's your number one as well, is, is First Man. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. um, which actually I think rev- reviews just come out this week for it, which all seem incredibly positive. And apparently, I don't know why. Um, I was wondering how he was going to fit this in, but apparently the score's amazing as well. Oh yeah, people have been talking about the music in the film, which makes sense because it's Damien Chazelle who, obviously, his first movies are. Uh, his first two films have been very influenced by music. Obviously, La La Land's a musical, and um, Whiplash is about a jazz musician. So, there's no real surprise that music will play a part in this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, early reviews are like, this is this is amazing. Yeah, um, he's becoming like so. Damien Chazelle, the directors, like again, you know, I keep saying this all the time, and I'm only basing it on like two films that I've seen him before. But nah. he's like very much like up there as one of my favorite directors just now, just because the last two films I've loved so much, and the look of this film, I think I'm going to love as well. Um, what's his face, Ryan Gosling in it? So nah. straight away you're winning. I think the thing about Damien Chazelle, though, it, what what seems to be apparent in his his sort of young career is that he's very deliberate in what he does. Mm-hmm. Like he wanted to do Whiplash, and then he his next movie he knew it was La La Land, and he knew this First Man was his next movie as well. He's not just taking a job here or there. Like he has this very clear plan of what his next movies are. Yeah, and. In, in what direction he wants to go with them and I would agree with you I've only seen two of his films, he's only done two films but you could release he could release a movie tomorrow with no trailer or no more about and I would I would, I would take the chance and go see it. Yeah, definitely um, Looks like it's again a, a good cast, you've got um, is it Claire Foy who seems like an actress who's a bit on the up because she's in The Crown and stuff like that Yeah um, so I like the look at the cast. Uh, I love like space movies and space race movies and all that type of stuff, um, like Apollo thirteen and all these kind of um, movies. So uh, looking forward to that element of it. And I feel like Neil Armstrong, although he's like everybody knows the name and knows like what he's done and all the rest of it, but I feel like he's um, like the kind of forgotten man sometimes. Like I always feel like I, I hear about Buzz Aldrin more than I hear about. Neil Armstrong. Those old buzzes um, always picking fights with people, though, isn't he? And stuff like that. <laughs> Aye. Um, but you're right about the cast, though. I mean, like, no, who's in it? Actually, I didn't realise who's in it, and it's nice to see him in films again. Jason Clark's in it. Jason Clark, who's that again? He's, uh, the, he's the main human in War of the Planet of the Apes. The main human? Yeah, do you know how, like. Oh, wait, uh, one... What of the Planet of the Apes. Um... Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I don't know, I'm, I'm hit or miss with him. Um, one person who's in it that I absolutely love as an actor is Kyle Chandler. Oh yeah, I, I really like him, yeah. That Corey Stoll's in it as well, he's decent. Who's he? I don't think you'll like him. He, I think he's he's in, um, what's that thing on Netflix about like Kevin Spacey was in? Um, the present one? Um, Aye. What's that called? Oh God, I can't remember. House of Cards. Hi. He's in that Ant Man. He plays the villain in Ant Man, the first one. Oh yeah, no, nah, I don't like him. Um, <laughs> he's in Black Mass and stuff like that as well. Okay. Um, no, nah, I quite like him. I think he's decent. Um, but yeah, looks really can't wait for this one. I think it's. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I it's um, going to be a film I'll definitely try and make time for to to see. 
Cool. I think that's us for this evening, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Get to our bed. It's been fun. We need to do this again sometime. Yeah, we'll try and we'll try and get something arranged and try and do it at some point. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. If you have, um, you can follow us on Twitter at MoviePodders. Um, and Ryan also has a blog, movie blog called The Movie Jam. What's the Twitter handle for that? Is it at The Movie Jam? Um, no, I think it's um, just at uh, at Movie Jam site. At Movie Jam site. Right. Go check it out. You'll post reviews of... You do old movies and new movies, don't you? Uh, just because I'm not getting to see new movies now, so just yeah. doing some old ones that I like. Cool. Go check it out. Anything else you want to say to the people, Ryan? Eh... Uh, not really, no. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Bye.